Imagine how kind the world could be if each of us spent a small part of our day actively listening to someone else. In each episode of Active Listening, students from the University of St. Francis share conversation with older adults and discuss life lessons. The project's goal is simple, to bring people together through the kindness of listening. Today we're going to hear from Lois. She was interviewed by Jennifer Schenkel. In their conversation, Lois talks about her experiences from childhood, marriage, and moving from place to place. When I was a child, I was extremely shy. I just didn't talk, and people called me the little old lady <laughs> because I never talked. And you walked to school. I walked so to school nearby. for the most part, yes. Um, there was no public transportation, so I had to walk, and it was kind of a little distance. It was kind of, especially the high school was out on the edge of town. But I walked uh, back and forth, and we had didn't have a cafeteria or anything, and had to come home for lunch. But I was very shy. I didn't really communicate much with anybody. But then I got into junior high, and and I had my eye on this boy that I thought was pretty cute, and uh, he didn't pay attention to me. But later on in high school, he did, and we dated all during high school. And so, and he had a car, so I got to ride back and forth to school. Except he was always late, and I was afraid I was going to be late and get detention. <laughs> I went, came to Fort Wayne to work right after high school. I was 18. How did you find out about the job here in Fort Wayne? Did you get a newspaper? That's... It must have been in the newspaper. I don't really remember. It must have been because yeah. I don't know how else. I didn't know anybody here. At the time, that was right after the war. The, the boys were coming home from the war, and housing was kind of tight. But the YW had rooms for, for young women. However, they were filled up, but they found another one for me in a private home. And so I went to this room all by myself, and I didn't know anybody here or didn't know the town, didn't know my way around. I don't know how I did that. Did you drive a car, or did you walk at that point? My room was on the same street as the office was where oh, I worked, and so it was point. just a straight shot. I never did really learn my way around downtown, I guess, because I just was <laughs> on that one street. And at the time, there was a place called Valencia Gardens, where they had uh, weekly dances. Yeah. And it was with live bands. That's where we met our husbands. I met mine. We got married in Wabash. We lived in Fort Wayne with his father. Uh, his mother had died the year before, and his father was alone. So we went in with him. Stayed in that house until we moved out. You married into a family that were first-generation immigrants, were they not? That's right. They were in Macedonian. And did yes. they come over in a large group, or well, or you did know, they meet their family members here? At the time, of course, that was completely strange to me. I yeah. knew nothing about an ethnic group. Right. Having grown up in a small town, it was pretty... It was all, yeah, we yeah. were pretty much all the same. Yes, that was quite an experience for me. I was scared to death to begin with because sure. there were these people sitting around looking at me and speaking a strange language. I thought they were talking about me, but right. they were very good to me. They, His whole family just were, have been wonderful. 
that's what got me to talking, I think. I Yeah. I finally uh, learned to socialize. You yeah, know. you found your voice amongst people who didn't speak your language. <laughs> I guess you didn't have as much to lose. No. <laughs> That's right, but I figure he just kind of saved my life that way. He, he got me going, and we moved around so much and met so many new people in different situations mm-hmm. that I came out of my shyness. Uh, we moved here to Heritage Park. Oh, when was that? In 2003, I guess it was. And um, lived in a, in a garden home, a big one. And we had a nice life, met a lot of nice people here too. And um, then he died. Well, it's going on seven years now. Was it sudden? Um, he he had been coughing a lot, and uh, they took an X-ray of his lungs, and this they saw something in there, but they didn't think it was anything, and didn't do anything about it, and turned out it was cancer of course and he it went all through his body and when they took an MRI they found that it was everywhere and uh, that was two months I think before he died there were some red flags that we didn't recognize I guess and sure but anyway he he left me and uh, I was not the greatest either Hmm. I can't get around very well and so it was decided that I would come here to uh, the assisted living. And I've been here now going on four years. Is that a picture so, of your husband you have over there in the dapper hat? Uh, that is my father. That is your dad. When he was young, he was in a movie. Oh, was he really? And it was his public his publicity picture. You had a father who was in a movie and you were too shy to talk. <laughs> yeah, he really was a big deal for a while, but there was this sure. photographer that wanted to make a movie and so somehow my dad got in it and uh, it was shown in the theater and everything. It was really a big deal. Oh, how exciting. I wonder whatever happened to that film. I don't know. Oh, and they had it a premiere and a red carpet and the oh, whole wow. thing, you know? <laughs> Fancy. Were there any uh, big movie stars in it or just no, local people? No, it was just all local. Okay. It was just a homemade thing. But <laughs> he liked the movies and uh, we all did. And that was part of our entertainment was every time the movie changed, I got, I got to go. I was allowed to go to the, all the movies. Well, I remember at the... At the theater, you would go on Saturday early. Yeah. And you'd get the the news. They always, they had the yeah, news. The newsreel. Mm-hmm. Newsreel, and um, a um, serial. Oh, um, you know the cowboys and all. Yeah. And, and a double feature, and a cartoon was kind of in its early days. And cartoon once in a while. Sure. So you could spend all afternoon right inside in the theater watching the movies. Yeah, that was a good thing. That uh, my my sister, who uh, is still living, but she's in Florida. She's three years younger than I am. 
I try to talk to her about our childhood. I've been reminiscing about a lot of things, and I think we had a pretty normal, normal childhood. What you just heard is part of the Active Listening series, put together as a collaboration between the University of St. Francis and WBOI. Additional conversations can be found online at WBOI.org or wherever WBOI podcasts are found. Faculty advisors for Active Listening are Miles Fulwider, Jane Martin, and Kristen Miller. This program was also made possible thanks to the support of Trina Bodeker from the USF Office for Service and Social Action. Our interviewers are Laura Jansen, Georgia Lieb, Caleb Meyer, Sean Rollins, Jennifer Schinkel, Sage Souter, Miranda Tyler, Kendra Seifring, and Doe Thong. USF Meta students are Nicholas Cardosa, Vaughn Gallagher, Joey Lamping, Ashley Price, Renee Robinson, Tyler Ross, and Jennifer Schinkel. Active Listening's creative director is Larissa Whitaker. Our music is by Noah Campadonico. And thank you for listening. <laughs>